Hey guys, it's me Lacey and you are tuned in to another episode of Laceyology. Alright, so real quick, if you guys are listening to this on a uh, podcast streaming source, you can also find this podcast in its video form on YouTube. All you have to do is just type in Laceyology in the search or you can go to Lacey and Freshy Productions because this is brought to you by Lacey and Freshy Productions. Alright, so this is a cool day. Because I have like one of my favorite people. I know you guys are going to start to think that I call everybody my favorite people, but I do <laughs> because I love you. And because and when we choose who I want on the podcast, I, I'm i like very particular with who I choose. And I, I needed to have a conversation with this individual because I love her. And so I am talking to Miss Nino B today. Yes. I feel lucky. Like I'm amongst greatness. I mean, that's exactly how I feel right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> We got the same feelings. I love you. <laughs> Tell us who you are, Nino. I am Nino B. Um, actor, model, host. I do some of everything. Um, and that's pretty much what it is. What you got going on right now? Right now, I am still doing my acting thing and just behind the scenes getting everything prepared and for me to move on to some different things but um in the meantime i'm starting a clothing line called verse if you guys can see it she's wearing a verse product right now that's so cute thank you so um yeah so that's what i got going on let me see it again it's just my patch on it i love it i was like i like the patch that's what i like i like the patch appreciate it (laughs) i love everything that nino wears i can't (laughs) i can't pull off your look like you pull off your look and i feel like a lot of people cannot pull like that's like her thing. Like her thing is like that Nino specific androgynous look that we all can't rock. Yeah, it's definitely different. I like being different though. I do certain things on purpose so I don't have to like worry about going somewhere and see somebody looking like me or something. No one you know ever looks saying? like you. No one ever does. <laughs> like even if I just see the butt. even if i just see her from behind i know i am looking at nino let me run up and hug her from behind yep now that one day is gonna come where i hug the wrong girl from behind and (laughs) i'm gonna be like my bad and probably squeeze her butt cheeks because i'm like that yeah you you definitely are like that she'll probably enjoy it (laughs) it's not bad it's it's bad when like a bad looking chick squeeze your butt but you know what i'm saying she turned around and it's lacy it's like okay hey, it's okay it's all right <laughs> i'm gonna just be like i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i just had to i'm sorry <laughs> all right so let's talk let's jump right into you because i really wanted to have you on the show because you're androgynous yes and androgyny itself isn't new but the acknowledgement of androgyny is incredibly new yeah do you feel like you've always been androgynous and do you do you feel like you've always been comfortable with that um, I definitely think that uh, this society is kind of like made it's different, like getting older and growing up, and versus what you um grow up in and what society kind of makes you feel like you have to be. So, in the beginning, like I've never like been like a hardcore stud or hardcore dom or anything like that. Um, I've always kind of just been myself when it came down to it, so definitely like getting older and and just like knowing who I am and what feels comfortable to me and 
not caring about what other people think. That's, you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm from Detroit. I grew up around the toughest men and women. So it's like, okay, if you a stud, then this is how you're supposed to right. be. This is what you're supposed to do. This is how you're supposed to act. And I always felt like, all right, if I'm dating feminine women, then this is the way I'm supposed to be. Right. Um, I moved to Atlanta at a young age and kind of got like a chance to see people in their different surroundings and, and just it's all these different type of peoples. Like it's 7,000 different gays. And right. meanwhile, I'm thinking you either a femme or you a stud and that's it. And it's no in between. It's no, you know, like none of that. That's how we grew up. So I came down here and just the individuality of people and just like the lack of care or concern about what other people think or feel about them and stuff. Just like it was encouraging. And so after a while, I got older and kind of figured out what what I wanted and, and exactly who I was. And I was able to definitely embrace being androgynous. I never saw androgynous women and lesbians except in the white community. Yep. For a long time. And you know what? You guys you guys might think I bash the white community a lot <laughs> on this show because I always mention them. But it's because the comfort in self that white people tend to have, we don't, like, we're, this is new for us. Yep. This new wave of just acceptance amongst black people in general and with self, like, inner acceptance is new for us. So I like to mention y'all Caucasian people because <laughs> we new to the game. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. But do you feel like you saw androgynous women around you ever like like thinking back now you didn't at all you didn't i like was I, it was one or the other yeah you know um but it definitely in the in the caucasian community it's it's okay you'll see two different girls that look like more are more masculine together and it's or you will see two different girls that's more feminine together and and just you you know and and nobody cares nobody like, cares they're just gay yeah so it's like a like almost it's it's bad because in our community we like hateful towards each other and certain things that's not the norm right from what we're used to yep so yeah whenever i see like androgynous black women i'm always like she just gay like that's how <laughs> no whenever i have conversations and and it's crazy because i'll have conversations with some black lesbians who don't even realize that they're androgynous yeah they'll think whole way that they're a stud and it's like i mean by like definition or like what we would call a stud you you're not really on that like spectrum for mm -hmm. real you're on the just gay spectrum which is <laughs> <laughs> just gay which is androgyny okay so when did you come out oh like the first time coming out or the second time because <laughs> i always say like because i date women that are um oh. no label or studs yeah. and it's like coming out again right so the first time i've ever like just came out i was 14 years old what happened um oh jeez, man <laughs> i was dating like this older chick then i was a femme right so this is how that come out happened so when i was 14 I, i've always been like a tomboy grew up i don't have no sisters anything like that grew up with my brothers playing basketball football so i always felt like yeah this you know it's cool I'm with the fellas you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying um but i've been liking girls since i was in grade school right. and i remember just like uh going through elementary school and kind of like knowing like this is different i didn't know anybody that was gay like right. nobody my mama didn't talk about it because she ain't played like right. you know it was just certain things that you know i, I didn't know like mm -hmm. you know 
So, but I knew I was different. Like I had different feelings towards it and, and everything else. 14, I think I, I was dating an older chick and my mom was like, uh, the girl, the girl had another girlfriend. You know. <laughs> of course she did. Of course. <laughs> you got to get played when you first come out. <laughs> that's no, it's that's true. the rule. Like you want to be a real lesbian. You get your heart broke by a fucking lesbian. The very like. first time. <laughs> never a fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah. It's never a fairy it's tale. Never. So no. I, um, the girl called my house because back then it wasn't no cell phones and everything like that. We was on the house phones. Period. <laughs> Our parents okay? picking up that line. <laughs> so she called and she was like going off on my mom thinking mm-hmm. it was me. Like, yeah, you messing with my girl and I'm going to beat you up and this. And our mom on the phone like, what the hell is she talking? But she let her talk because she been right. kind of thinking anyway, like something ain't right with this girl. Mom. You know? So she just come to me basically and she was like, and she and she know the girl that had been around. The girl was like a full fledged stud, like braids to the back, baggy jeans. You know what I'm saying? But my, I'm like, this is my friend. You know what I'm saying? This, this is my They're friend, my friends. good friend. But since she was older, she was like buying me guest outfits and Jordans and you know what I'm saying, little jewelry with my name on it, stuff like everything. So my mom like, it's kind of weird though, you know. But she ain't really say nothing. She kind of let me do my thing. But when the girl called, she was like, either you like her. Or you using her? And I was like, nah, I ain't using her. Because I ain't know how to say I like her. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I ain't using her. And she just pretty much is like, you know, yeah, her girlfriend. And basically tried to hurt my feelings by telling me the girl called and that she had another girlfriend and everything. Mom. And she just like kind of flipped out on me, though. Like, it's a phase. You get over it. And um, I never did. Like, I... <laughs> I, I never did. It never went away. So right, it's still mm-hmm. here. Back when we were coming out, you probably more than me because I came out during that between women, uh, the L word era, okay. where there was something somewhere for us to relate to. Mm-hmm. When you were coming out, there was really nothing. How did you learn? Where did you learn? Like how to be a lesbian? Because I think you also have to learn that when you're constantly exposed to heterosexual normatives yeah i mean it was hard i went through i went through a lot of different things and kind of taught myself i actually went to all girls high school so it was like gay bad business for me <laughs> okay. jesus i'm jealous jesus um and and you know it was like uh it was it was crazy for me because i was like dealing with this like in middle school if you said i was gay i'll fight you mm-hmm like, don't play with me. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was gay as hell. But don't say it, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I got to high school and I came out when I was 14, I was like, cool. It don't matter. Like, you know. And and I think I got more, like, respect and more because I was just being myself. Yeah. It didn't matter to me. Like, And, of course, don't get me wrong because I got into fights in high school because when you say you gay, for some reason, everybody that's a girl think that you want them or like yes. them or gonna hit on them. So I, I got into it because I'm like, you ain't even my type. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm gay, but not that kind of gay. Yep. Like that's how. You, so it was, it was crazy. Like trying to figure myself out, and you got a lot of girls in here that are definitely like, you know, I don't want to sit next to the gay girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To the gay girl. I don't sit by the gay or girl. Like, yeah, or I ain't gay, and it be the biggest ones that's definitely Hella. gay. But um, yeah. So. I knew a guy. I won't say his name. He might watch this. But in high school, I knew he was gay. But <laughs> for whatever reason, everybody always came out to me. So I always knew all the gay people when I was in school, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't gay. Yeah. Um, and this dude was gay. Like 
this dude was gay. And so I remember um, we shared a mutual friend. Like, we were, like, best friends with the same guy. Right. And um, I told the dude, I was just, like, basically, like, I commend you because he was a star athlete. I commend you for being as close of friends as you are with this dude because, you know, he gay. Right. And he was, like, <laughs> he was like, my homie ain't gay. He ain't gay. We, you know, fucking bitches together, da, da, da. And I was, like, bro, he gay. Right. And so <laughs> the dude was, like, nah. I'm asking him, I'm asking him. And I was like, by all means, asked him. I was the same inappropriate person then <laughs> as I'm now. I'm learning. I actually no, I'm not. So <laughs> no, but so he told the dude that I said he was gay. And I was working at McDonald's when I was in high school. And this dude came to McDonald's trying to fight me. And I was like, Well, this shows just how gay you are. Right. But he was so upset, livid, pissed. Now he's he does makeup and has a, a beauty YouTube channel, <laughs> but I'm gay like, as hell. Gay as hell. Like, <laughs> and I remember when he when he finally like came out mm-hmm. and he uh, he messaged me on Facebook and we had a whole conversation about it. And he apologized for trying to fight me, and I apologized for like outing, outing him, right? Because like, but back then it wasn't like I'm outing you. It was. We just, I don't know, we didn't, we were just so ignorant, I think, mm-hmm. back then. Thank you, social media. Right. But we were so ignorant back then, and I didn't think it was, like, that big of a deal at the time while I was also hiding my own sexuality. Right. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. So fucking crazy. Anyways, we had a conversation. I apologized for outing him. You know, he apologized for trying to fight me. He just hadn't came to, like, terms with his sexuality, and I feel like for people back then, like now it's cool. You can come out, you can be gay at six years old. Yep. And for the most part, unless you're a black boy, it's cool. <laughs> right, that part. That, But it, but back then it was like, there was no, did you feel, um, did you feel scared of being publicly gay ever? Um, I think more so like my family and the people around me like push it upon me. Like I should be, ashamed or I shouldn't tell nobody like even with um with my first girlfriend when I I had my son at a young age too and that was forcefully like and you know like and my mom will probably watch this but she know like we have a wonderful relationship but even then though you know that's you don't want your kids to say that they gay I don't think it matter you know and especially back then it didn't matter if you was a girl or a guy and I'm the only girl so my mom was like no you can't be gay you know so it would be part like i couldn't talk on the phone to girls when she found out i couldn't girls couldn't come over anymore it was just like but if i was like mom uh ray ray up the street want (laughs) to come over and chill she'd be like tell them to come over (laughs) like it was almost like to the fact where she wanted me to be with a guy she wanted me and then it didn't matter like I was young and you know and a part of how I had my son was because I was going through this thing I had my son when I was 15 so at 14 years old I'm telling myself man like you know I want to be with women I want to be with women and you know and everything and I'm feeling a certain type of way and then I got everybody that I of course I'm young I care about what you think how you think of me what you feel you know so and every conversation isn't always pleasant, not always nice words being used and yeah. that type of thing. So it's a lot. And I'm just like dealing with it. And my mom was like, how do you know if you want to be with a girl if you've never even been with a guy? So I was like, fuck it. Let me find out. You fuck? That's that's what I did. <laughs> and I got pregnant the first fucking wow. time that I've ever had sex with a guy. That's God. So it was like, you know. It was to the point where it was just like, okay, this is supposed to happen. Because you couldn't have paid me. I, I'm like nine years older than my little brother. 
kids? Fuck no. I'm not having no kids. Right. So it was just like when it happened, it, we didn't, you know, we didn't fight or argue about it or nothing like that or whatever. It was like it was meant to happen. So I, I was okay with it. You know what I'm saying? That's because God said, look, if we wait until she ready, she going to be knee deep in vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> Let me go ahead and yeah. put this baby in there real quick. Yep. All right. Let's talk about stereotypes. And lesbian sex. And before we do, the reason why I want to talk about this with you is because a lot of times when we talk about lesbian sex, we're talking to studs mm-hmm. and we're, ta- or we're talking about what studs want. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't always. And then we'll talk about we'll talk to fems. But mainly if you're talking to a fem, it's because you want to you want somebody to validate what studs want. Right. But you're an androgynous woman. Mm-hmm. And we don't really be knowing how y'all be, you know, getting down. Yeah. So what is, there's some stereotypes like people have their idea of like lesbian sex is like sensual for whatever reason. We move slow. <laughs> we it's friends. that movie shit. That's because how we portrayed in movies though. Like no matter, it's always like some old soft shit. Like we don't be the fuck no no fuck me like you did raymond you know what i'm saying like i don't want all of that they be rub i don't understand this like lesbians always start like this and i'm like bitch don't rub me right what are are you doing get out right exactly (laughs) do you feel like there are stereotypes with androgynous women of course i think it's um yeah like i like like i was saying earlier it's kind of it's difficult because you can't like, if you're f- fucking with a femme, then it's cool. You can be a lesbian. You gay. Whatever. But then if you start, if you're an androgynous woman and you start having relationships with a, another androgynous woman and you, like, gay gay. You know what I mean? It's like a different type <laughs> of, people start looking at you differently. Like, mm, you know. And I just, and to me, I feel like I like women. I always have. Yeah. When I was 14 and I first came out, I dated studs because I felt like that's what I was supposed to do because right. I looked like a girl. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized that I wanted to, like I was more aggressive and I wanted to dress a certain type of way, I dated femmes because I felt like that's what I was supposed right. to do. Um, and so just me being 30 plus years old. <laughs> <laughs> 30 something. We won't yeah, say man. which 30. <laughs> me being 30, I'm like, fuck i i like women so right. it doesn't and at the end of the day once everything comes off it's still a woman are so there some I, like assumptions that what are some assumptions that you feel like studs have when they go into like getting ready to have sex with you and fems have i think um i a lot of studs probably feel like because i am into studs that i'm like like i want to be fucked like all the pit, time like, like, like penetrated, penetrated. I'm straight on that. I'm I'm cool. It's okay if it happens, but it's not something that I'm like, oh man, because right. you still got. I'm still a lesbian, so right. it's still certain things. You know, like I haven't had sex with a guy in over plus. I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> I can't count. My son, eighteen years old. You know what I'm saying? So it's certain things that like I'm I'm not really for, and it's because I am a, a aggressive woman. Certain stuff I'm like, nah, right. we ain't doing that. I ain't, I'm not sitting on your face. I'm not. You don't sit on No, face? I don't like that. It's a real crazy type of feeling. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, I, and it's cool. I can be real feminine or whatever during, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to do that part. Like, really? I, no, I don't want to like, do it. Some, like, fem, do you ever get that from fems? Like, fems are like, sit on my face. 
you know, fem, like it's crazy. Like studs, like, and I'm gonna tell you too though. Studs are more feminine with me. You got like I've dated like both of them. Like I've been with a stud that want me to like be more in control, and then I've been with studs that want you know want to take control. And I'm I'm cool either way. And it's the same thing with films. Yeah. I've been with some films that are just pillow princes and think I'm about to just. <laughs> I get tired. I don't be feeling like all that shit. <laughs> but and then I've been with some films that be ready like to fuck me. Right. Like be and I'm scared of like. And they <laughs> let a film strap you. I I will. Film. I'm okay with that. Really? I'm okay with a yeah. If she know what she doing, that's the only thing about it is because films don't get a lot of practice. Yeah, in I was just about to say we don't get a lot of practice. It's not that y'all don't know what y'all doing, but it's. I mean, if I do something one time, how I fucked when I was 14, and now I'm fucking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying right now. So it's just like you know. It's a difference. So it's like, I don't want to do it and be, I already, I'm not like a fan of it. So I don't want to do it and it be uncomfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still, you know, so if you don't know what you're doing. Studs, let us strap you more often <laughs> so that when we get with Fems or Androgyn or someone, we know what the fuck we doing. <laughs> I'm just trying to use y'all. <laughs> yeah. For real, for real. Help us sister out. Period. Okay. So do you ever feel like when you're like hooking up with a, a stud or about to, they do you ever find that like studs mainly want to strap like you don't get to explore their bodies as much as like a more feminine or comfortable woman i think it's kind of different because when studs decide that they want to be with another aggressive woman i think it's more they're already at that level where they're okay with a lot Mm -hmm. of things you know what i'm saying so it's like it's different from because even when I dated just feminine women, certain things I I just didn't no, I don't want you to do it. But I'm still the same way even dating the stud don't matter. Like if I don't want you to do certain shit, what we ain't like? doing it. Um, I don't like to be fingered. Really? I think it's me so either. I feel like it's like a like if we gonna if you're gonna like penetrate childish. me, then we might as well do it. You know, yeah, it's like come on for like a shit. Like you can play, you know what I'm saying, with it, but I don't like that. That's I don't like all of that. And no. and then it because I don't like it, sometimes I don't even do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like so it's yeah. still a it's that type of thing where you kinda the thing that's good about being a woman and knowing what a woman wants type of thing. So certain stuff I ain't really with. I don't really too much like head. I'm not a big So what do you do? I Are like you a scissor kind of girl? I, I like I like scissoring, I guess. And I like strapping and I like, you know, faux play and all type of stuff. But I just it's okay, it just gotta be something that I crave. Like I don't, you know. Have you been with a straight girl? I have. <gasps> I used to only be with straight girls. What was that like? Um heartbreaking. No. <laughs> <laughs> girls wear your ass out baby um i dated a lot of straight women when i was younger so like between the ages like 16 19 and they was like 25 20 i'm like this little young stud and they like yeah just fuck me you know what i'm saying because that's what i'm used to so it was heartbreaking like for real <laughs> like the shit was crazy did they do Every, stuff to you too or did you or did, did, do you find that like straight women always wanted you to like do definitely stuff? most of the straight women i fucked with was definitely pillow princesses oh, yeah I hate that so much. As mm-hmm. a feminine woman, people always expect that, like, oh, you must be a pillow princess. And it's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then straight girls come in and then y'all be fucking with them. And the next thing you know, you see a femme who's actually a lesbian and you just, you put those little straight girl stereotypes on us. And it's like, nah, bro. Yeah. I'm whole way gay. Mm-hmm. Spread your legs, sit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So. What are some difficulties that you face being androgynous when it comes to sex, if any? 
Um, I don't. I don't. I don't really, <laughs> really? really face any difficulties. I think that it's a. Uh, I don't know. I can have like whatever and whoever I want, and I think that um. Because I'm Nino B. No, not because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's like it's a fun, it's a it's it's fun, and I feel like 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 when people get there, it's it's more of a like I know who I am type of thing. It's a different type of sex. It's kind of it's it's totally different because people are more open and more vulnerable to you know like exploring certain things. So I I haven't you know when it comes to like being with studs, I'm like yeah. To me, studs are probably the freakiest set of gay. Really? Women. Yeah. I think studs are. With a with another <laughs> with another stud though is oh, what I'm saying. See, I'll be you know leaving what I'm it out. It's like like of course certain things. If you dating a film and I'm a stud, I gotta feel I gotta be like it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you gotta always feel like I'm your I'm your nigga. You that feel me? Sense. If I'm with another stud, it, then it's kind of like all right, I can I can let this because mm. you you know what I'm saying like it's sense. it's a different type of thing. So to me, studs are way freakier than films. <sighs> Cause it's just certain things that they gonna do that they ain't never did before. <laughs> I'm trying to be Nino for like just give me like a week. I have all yeah. these hoes panty dropper sure. all day. I'm jealous. It's fun though. I I feel like we as as fems and I think it's like the same thing with I was talking to a man who's um, down low. Mm-hmm. No, I'm lying. He was not down low. He used to date down low men. I okay. Sorry, bro. You're not down low. <laughs> um, and I was asking him about, you know, his past. And he was like, when he was younger, he used to date a lot of down low men. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, like, did you ever ask any of them why they are down low? And he said a lot of them have girlfriends or wives at home, but they get to be more expressive and they get to explore more of their 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 feminine side mm-hmm. when they're with men because when they're with these very feminine women they have to be like the alpha omega got to like the masculine the one in charge women are more submissive yeah when they're feminine presenting yeah all right go ahead have me your little beanie i'm about to put the beanie on y'all and like nino's jeans and i'm, I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, though. It makes hundred percent sense, though. Yeah, it does. And I didn't even look at it from that perspective, from that, because you don't even, you know, go outside of what you be going through. Yeah. <laughs> so that's different. That that's that. And, that's but it makes total sense. Like when he definitely. said it, I was like, "Damn!" So you can't even really be mad at like down low men no more because it's like there really is a part of themselves that they don't get to explore living their normal, you know, heterosexual lifestyles because yeah. women sometimes aren't as open. I was watching sisters. Mm-hmm. And do you watch Sisters on BET? Never seen. Okay, I love this show. I keep referencing it. I'm finding <laughs> out. But thanks, Tyler Perry, because you're giving me so many things to talk about. Um, Sisters on BET is a show about this group of friends, and one of them, she's uh, dating a man who was raised by two men, but okay. he's not gay. But he's very in tune with like his feminine self, and also from time to time likes his prostate tickled in the form of a dildo. And she was like, not with it, not with it. Nah, bro, you gay, you gay, you gay. And right. that, I think that's a great, it was weird watching it on screen, especially, you know, because Tyler Perry, he makes shit with Oprah. It's just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> for me, <laughs> watching it and sitting down with you now and I'm thinking about it, it's like women also face this when they're masculine presenting. Yep. And so it makes sense why you would want more of an androgynous woman because you still get that 
feminine energy. Yeah. But then you get that masculine energy so that you don't have to be in charge all the, all time. the time. Yeah. Jealous as fuck. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you teach like, a lot of carry that? my groceries? I be like that be my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like just no. because you're a feminine woman, if I'm dating, you can carry a fucking bag. I'm not carrying the paper towel, <laughs> tissue, something. You understand know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we both women, right. and I think that that's where like a lot of we get so like caught up in titles and things like that or whatever. So you feel like you have to be a certain type of way when you're dating a certain type right. of woman. And at the end of the day, if we if we both women, we should be able to be both women. Yeah, do it together. So you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's kind of like one of the things that I enjoy about dating an androgynous woman or, you know, more of a masculine woman because it's you, you get the both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it's entertaining. I like, I like, <laughs> I like to date fems, yeah. but it's because I also feel like fems are more, they're more comfortable in bed to me. But right. I don't like to date fems like dating seriously because I, I, feel, I, I you. feel you. Sometimes feminine women feel like somebody has to take on this masculine role and yeah. it ain't going to be me. Exactly. And it's like, bitch, look at me. Who? <laughs> 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 I'm not oh, killing man. that. <laughs> Girl, if you don't, get, get the fuck out of here. Right, right. I feel you though. I feel you. <laughs> so then I like to date masculine women seriously because... I don't got to be the person that's like, who? Because they know who. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so terrible now. It's all good, though. So do you feel like there's a difference between intimacy or there's a difference with intimacy between masculine women and feminine women? Um, I do. I think that. Um, So I think it's still it goes back to like more the the role situation but if i'm with a feminine woman it's gonna be completely different especially if i'm vulnerable or feeling like i want to be more feminine with a masculine person a masculine girl so it's kind of um i'm definitely like i'm good at doing both (laughs) and that's the best way to kind of like describe it so i think that if I have to be the one that's in charge and, and you know, I, I can definitely take charge, but I also know how to, you know, be vulnerable and kind of give myself to somebody as well without, you know, it being a battle or, you know, I don't want to do that or whatever the case may be. Who get the best head? Probably films. <laughs> oh, cool. Hey, DD Collier. Okay. I'm calling you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think so. I think films. <laughs> But that goes back to women know what women want, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, I think that like feminine women are probably more into head opposed to masculine yeah, women. True. So because so y'all know, like you know, you get more head, so you better be better at it. I think you know like, what I'm saying that's true. Because a lot of studs don't want they don't want you touching them in certain places. I hate that. So that's one of the things, like you know, that's totally off limits a lot of times when you're more of a masculine presenting woman when i was but, younger and i dated oh, the gays the gays and <laughs> i was yeah i was like earlier when you said that like you used to date stud types because you were feminine presenting you felt like that's what you had to do right when i was younger honestly back then we didn't know we just didn't know the full scope of like what being a lesbian is or how you could be so we would fall into these stereotypes quick bastard and hurry yeah and i remember i would date these like touch me nots who also couldn't give head 
Like, yeah. this is one girl, and I was friends with her for a good while. I even risked my relationship by cheating with this hoe. <laughs> and she was just to date. <laughs> to, to date. I was 19 years old. Okay. To date the worst person that ever gave me head in my life. And one of the best people who ever gave head was this, like, older feminine woman. Because think about, like, if you if you you got to experience some shit to know, you know what I'm saying? True. You got to go through it to, to, to go through it. <laughs> You feel me? Like, so if it's something that you, it's like, all right, you know. And I find myself, like, after being with, uh, like, more masculine women, when I do use the strap or something, I'm, like, real gentle. If I was with a femme, I'm like, (laughs) pound that shit up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Then when I, but because I'm with somebody that probably ain't never did this shit before or don't do it quite often, I find my, you okay? Like right. everything all right? You, you know, and usually I wouldn't even give a fuck. Like I ain't gonna ask all them questions to a feminine woman. Because I know you done did this shit before. You know what I'm saying? If y'all ever so, fuck Nino, let me know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real caring and shit. Like, you know. But, so I think it, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. I feel like I, pref- I prefer sex with the person i'm dating now mm-hmm. a little plug but <laughs> if i wasn't dating her and i had to choose a, a woman i i feel like honestly i have the most intimacy with feminine women like there's no boundary when it comes to like even yeah. being able to like lay to like how they how they touch you is different after the fact before the fact like it's just so different that i feel like it's so much more intimate like i feel like I'm in one of those terrible heterosexual made lesbian movies when I'm with the fam. Yeah. Because it's so rub, rub, rub. <laughs> it's some weird. Y'all caress, don't rub us. Caress. Yeah, they do. They like they <laughs> caress you different. Like, they're just so different. And I, I like it. I remember yeah. the first time I was with the fam and I was like, wow, I feel like I want to cry right now. It's Not- just, yeah, it's too <laughs> much though. It's too- <laughs> It's too fucking much. <laughs> I, I never I never really been with an androgynous woman. Ever. If Nino is looking for just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. So do you like do you like being with androgynous women? Like if you if we threw them in the mix. Okay. So we so we're gonna throw them in the mix of a regular femme, a regular stud, and then let's throw in an androgynous woman. What is the difference between the three? So um with a film, I'm definitely, I know I'm definitely like the one that's in charge, right? I'm always in charge. Let's just mm-hmm. get that straight anyway. I'm, I'm a Leo, so I'm always in charge. <laughs> no matter. No questions asked. But I know that I'm like definitely like in charge. If I'm messing with a stud, depending on how dominant she is, will kind of teeter how I am. So if like, because I've messed with like hardcore ass studs. But then in the bedroom, they like films. Really? Oh, yeah. Majority of them is. Don't let that shit fool you. You guys. Listen. I'm learning all the secrets. So, yeah, it's all the secrets, right? (laughs) So, you know how everybody like, ha, ha, she a stud, she fucking niggas. That's probably because, like, they really, like, low-key be feminine. You know what I'm saying? But it's until you find somebody that you're comfortable that you can express that with, of course you're going to put on this, you know, like, this role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and once people, and then you get clowned for it a lot, unless you a hundred percent, like true to who you are and know, like if, if you, now don't get me wrong. If you just a hardcore ass woman, then be hardcore. I'm a hundred percent cool with that. Be who you are. But what I'm saying is majority of them 
aren't necessarily like that. Right. It's just more so their surroundings, what they used to, what you know what I'm saying, and until they come into exactly who they are, they it's a it's a facade. You right. know what I'm saying? I got days where I'm a throw on hoodies and baggy clothes and everything and everybody's like excuse me sir and i'm mad like i am not a <laughs> sir you know what i'm saying like but i got days where i feel like i want to be sexy and right. i want to be i'm a woman so if i feel like i want to put on a see-through shirt today today i'm showing titties and like, i'm okay cool. with that me too that's what i'm saying send me those selfies <laughs> <laughs> got it <laughs> so yeah like you know so i just think that but it, it takes a different you yeah. know like a, a different type of thing, but and then being within a, another androgynous woman, it's probably like my ultimate um, match because it's not necessarily a back and forth thing. And then you figure out if uh. if she's androgynous, then she knows it's some days that I'm I'm in charge, and it's some days I'm gonna let you be in charge, and vice versa. Yeah, I like that. So it's kind of a you know it's it's you could be completely totally different, but at the same time because we have that thing in common. We know what's right. up. You, you know what I'm saying? You understand each other different. Exactly. Yeah. How did people take you when you, because like you switch up. I do. I do. One I day you do. will see Nina. <laughs> and you're like, you don't, you don't uh, do like a lot of talking either. Mm-mm. So even in conversation with you, depending on how you present yourself that day, you're shook. Like you're like, you, she a host that I hear, but she's not. She's like, she's a whole auntie. Like she's somebody, somebody <laughs> out here. Do you feel right. like people like, how do you feel like they take you? I don't know. I mean, I get a lot of people like um, telling me that they, you know, I get them some type of hope and they feel like they can be themselves and do certain. So I think like that's like I find joy in that. Like that makes me feel good to know that just by me being me makes somebody feel like they can be them. Right. So that's like super dope to me. I don't really get any. Um, And it's crazy because a lot of my like a lot of my childhood friends, a lot of my like I said, I've been gay since I've been 14. So a lot of my friends are hardcore studs, you know. Yeah. But like like I said, I've always been like a tomboy. So it's not crazy to them if they see my nails polished. It's not crazy for them to see me date another stud. Right. Because they like, ah, oh, that's just that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they that's that they just know that about me that I'm always been th- just the type of person to just do what I want to do. So I feel like it's um it's cool. Like I don't really get a lot of like backlash from the something. I have a couple of studs that's, you know, Men, um, <laughs> <laughs> dog, I hate a grown ass man. Listen, irritating, like, oh, studs don't do that. Studs, I'm like, shut up, you must wrote the stud book, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody did, but write really, the stud they be mad though. It's yeah. really just the fact that I'm doing me and being who I am, right? And that bothers you so much because you, you know can't what I'm do it or you, you can't do it or that you still fronting you know right. what i'm saying like you want to get done to right now like that's you want to be nino <laughs> so it'd be it's that's the only type of thing but that's every now and then you know what i'm saying for the most part so i feel like a lot of people don't see a lot of uh brown skin brown skin just kidding i won't say but <laughs> i don't feel like people see a lot of women that are brown skin that are that do present themselves like you as comfortably yeah as you do and I, when i first met nino you guys i was in a relationship and we met nino at like a house party she was just cool as fuck and uh when we left the party my partner at the time was like um we were both in awe of you but because i'm comfortable in my femininity <laughs> um, but she wasn't as comfortable in her masculinity because she's very feminine too. 
Um, but she's always been masculine presenting because that's what most people see. Yeah. And uh, it was like a it was like a thing where I want to I want to be comfortable with myself that way and just not give a fuck. Yeah. And so you you do inspire people that way. And I think it's just so cool. Thank you. Because some of us hoes out here are just regular. Shut up. <laughs> and you're not. And you're not neither. Nope. <laughs> I am though. I'm regular. I'm I'm no. basic. I'm basic presenting. I look like the rest of these hoes out here that are just extra feminine. But you are so not even different. You're different for so many people because they don't get exposed to different the uh different shades of the rainbow yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 always funny because if like films are films are super aggressive with me like oh, yeah. i ain't gonna hold you up and sometimes it's scary like the way films approach me you know what i'm saying like oh geez but then you got like when studs want to talk to me it's always like on some down low shit mm. so it's never like straight up like somebody walk up to me hey i'm so and so like it, it don't work like that wow. it's always like some slide in your dm shit try to be my homeboy type thing. Like, well, let's go hang out, you know? And then when we hang out, you give me like the googly eyes right. and shit. I'm like, the fuck up with this nigga, you know? Cause I, I want to be your homeboy at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I thought we was doing here, you know? So it's kind of like, it's real strange. You don't get like, and, and so that just lets me know that like studs are still afraid of something, you know? Yeah. It's still this type of thing where it's like, no, I like you or, or I get all the time. It's like, um, well, she not really a stud, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, eh, if you knew me, you know, I, I definitely have different ways. I'm not right. like a normal stud or whatever you want to, but yeah, yeah, I'll fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like Studs are afraid of being gay. They are. That is, that's like that's the it. gay gay. You're, you are gay, ultimate gay. gay. You get a gold coin and a power up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you date a stud and it's, it's some yeah, weird shit. It's but I like this. This is fun talking to you. Yeah. I learned so much about <laughs> about Nino herself, but I, I learned a lot about androgyny and like androgynous women. And you guys do face difficulties because people do treat you like as either a commodity or something to download and be ashamed of mm -hmm. when you're just really out here living your bestest life more free than the rest of us. That's it. She has no shackles. <laughs> free. On her at all. And I love it. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Not really. We're going to take our time. Um, <laughs> but before we do, Nino, tell them where they could find you on social media. Social media. You can find me on Instagram at Nino underscore B. So that's N-E-E-N-O underscore B. Uh, Facebook, Kania Nino B. I don't really feel like spelling my first name. So just contact me on Instagram. <laughs> But y'all can find me there. Y'all will find me somewhere. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm findable on Facebook. But I know y'all can find me on Instagram, definitely. For sure. So, um, yeah. And then they could see you in those uh, pictures with just a mesh t-shirt on. That's it. I'm talking about no, mesh, see-through, all of that. Boobies. All of that. By Nino. <laughs> That's cool. You guys follow her. She's so, she's so dope. She has so much going on. If you guys live in Atlanta and you're in the community, then you know or are secretly or publicly in love with Nino. <laughs> <laughs> there's that uh follow her if you guys don't follow her at nino b on ig don't look for her on facebook <laughs> <laughs> and we out thank we you guys for tuning in to laceology this is talk sex Hex. <laughs> bye <laughs>